Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Working Therapist. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host, and today we are talking about fine motor toys. They are our top five fine motor toy picks from the toy fair. Kiersey and I just got back from the International Toy Fair. We go every year at PDT. There's definite reasons why we go to this because we like toys that are fun. Therapy should be fun. We like novel. We like new. It's not about the toy at the end of the day. It's about what you get from the toy. But the occupation for kids is play. And so you got to have some stuff so you can play. And we like to have novel, new, fun, quality things. And so we go to the toy fair for at least those reasons. But there are others too. So, Kirsty is with me today, Kirsty Miles, and so Kirsty, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll get going on this fine motor situation. Hi, everybody. I am a physical therapist. I've been with PDT for almost 12 years. Started out working full-time as a PT in Hope County and Moore County and have grown into a leadership position, managing the therapists over the Southern Pines Clinic and the contract sites, but I do help out a lot in Hope and Cumberland County as well. Well, so you actually. I feel like some, I've been yeah. to all the places. So at PDT, if it happens, Kirti's involved in it. So today we are talking about our top five fine motor toys from the Toy Fair. And we are excited because I feel like we saw every fine motor toy that's available to the world at the Toy Fair. I said on the gross motor when it was like 12 hours, but it's like 16-hour days, right? I mean, the, the number of hours is big. Oh, at least. We are busy. We are really busy because we see it all. We do it all. I think we go to every booth and we have a destruction trail behind us where we've played with everything and maybe broken it. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but, but we try it out. We put it through its paces. So let's get right to this. The first thing on our list are what's called boogie boards. And Kirsty's the one who actually knew about those and showed these to me. I don't think I've ever seen these things before. So why don't you describe them? So I knew about them. Actually, I had seen them in a toy store prior to the toy fair. And my youngest had gotten it for Christmas one year from his aunt and uncle. And so we have one in our home. I think there's such a push to use like electronics and iPads and different writing tools on the screens. So the boogie board is a little bit lower tech, but still gives that fun concept. So one of the things that we looked for, and I know Hayden and I both like to try things and we like to try them at home too, because we have kids and kids play with toys. And if they get the approval from our kids, then we know it's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It keeps their attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so he loves it. He uses it and it's something that's portable. It can go in the car. I don't have to worry about him breaking it. It's not the expense point of an iPad or a tablet or anything like that. Again, it's just lower tech, but you can do so much with it. And it's fun and it's a different means of working on handwriting because the paper and pencil and crayons, they do that in and out day after day, but you need sort of like an in-between and it keeps it fun and it keeps it interesting. So so it's kind of like for somebody who hasn't seen these boogie boards, it's kind of like an etch-a-sketch, only not at all like an etch-a-sketch. So it's these little tablets and some of them look kind of like an iPad. Some of them look like a phone and there's one of them that's sort of an oval and basically the child can write on it and then they push a button and it just goes away. And they can write on it again and push a button and it goes away. And I saw something similar to this about five years ago, but they only had like 100 to 150 uses. This one you can use over and over and over and over again and it never goes away. 
it never stops working. It's kind of like your magnadoodle boards. Like you have yes. the pen and mm-hmm. you make marks and those are great. But in the clinic, the magnet pieces always go missing. They're never with the board anymore, so then you can't use it. (laughs) This only has a pen. It's attached. It comes with different stencils. It comes with an underlay, so the screen is see-through, so you can actually see how to make the letter formations, what directions to go in. So if you don't have any clue as to how to make a letter, it tells you. And just price point-wise, it's good for home carryover because not everybody can afford a tablet or an iPad. So for those kids who really don't like to write a lot, but they like electronics, this kind of looks like you're doing something electronic, only you're not, you're just writing in a fun way. So it's really yep. a simple, it's a good price, and it's just a good fun toy. For occupational therapy, mm-hmm. what we encourage in the clinic is using different mediums, not mm-hmm. always using the paper and pencil, but it doesn't have to be necessarily handwriting without tears, just using different mediums and different experiences in play mm-hmm. because that keeps it fun. Yeah, it does. The boogie boards are great. So that was our first thing. The second thing we found, the mini squigs from Fat Brain Toys. So if you don't know what a mini squig is from Fat Brain Toys, look at the Fat Brain Toys website, then type in mini squigs. That's what they, they came are. out with the regular size first. They like did. Like the big squigs. Mm-hmm. But the mini squigs are a significantly bigger hit mm-hmm. than the bigger ones. But you know what? They really are addictive. They're a great fidget, only they do make like a pop noise. But for somebody like myself who really needs a fidget, I find myself in my office sometimes connecting a bunch of them and then just popping them apart. <laughs> so you can connect them together and you can pop them apart. You can do that with the big squigs too. And it's a nice like bilateral hand. But you can stick them on a mirror. You can stick them on a window, like a whiteboard, any surface like that. You can stick them on and then pull them off. So one of the things that you can do with the mini squigs from a physical therapy perspective, getting it up on a vertical surface. Mm-hmm. You can work on toe raises. You can work on squat to retrieve and putting them up. You're also working on shoulder stability exercises when you're having them reach overhead and do work on a vertical surface, which OTs love also because it's all, again, that pre-writing shoulder stability work. And then the mini squigs, you're going into more of a tripod and pre-writing grasps opposed to using the bigger squigs. Again, getting them up on a vertical surface for a variety of those benefits. And then having those for purchase so that if they are using them in therapy, you can give them different ideas to use at home. People don't think about it, but you could take those in the bath and use in the bath on a vertical surface. Heck yeah. Another use of these things for speech-wise is if you're using them for Arctic, like every time you say five sounds, you get a squig. Every time you say five sounds, you get another squig. And then you can start to build like a tower or, or they can build whatever they want. But it's also good for like patterns. So I know a lot of times with OT, they're working on patterns and, you know, copying the pattern or imitating that visual discrimination activities. And that's a great activity for these squids. You can also, for speech language wise, they're great for auditory memory activities. So you can be like, okay, I want you to get the orange, the blue and the green. You know, what did I say? And they have to repeat back. Remember, orange, blue and green or first orange. Or if you want to go back, get the blue one after you get the green one. So that's a very complicated memory, retention, auditory processing. That's a very complicated activity. But these squigs are great for that, and it's tons of fun. And so, and they'll be more motivated to do that and get it in the right order. Our next thing is... I think the next big thing is that crazy Aaron's thinking putty. Yes. I love this stuff. It's a big deal. (laughs) I love this stuff. So it's putty. Um, You know, OT is always using putty the therapy putty it's graded in different strengths so some of them are easier to manipulate than others but the crazy errands also is they don't have it therapeutically graded mm-hmm. but we are kind of internally grading them at PDT and we have 
OTs that will put just beads in the putty and different things that you have to seek and find. So at PDT, we've kind of taken the different putty, the different colors, the different kind of grades of strength, Mm -hmm. and the blue putty, the blue sparkly putty, that looks like the ocean. The sea creatures are going to go in there. So Hayden, you have another company, Mm -hmm. the Safari, right? Yes. So one of my goals of the Toy Fair this year was to find what I call little critters, but little tiny little thing. I can do all kinds of stuff with little tiny little things. One of the purposes of doing this was to find little things that we can put in putty because a lot of times what happens with OTs are wanting to put those little tiny beads into the TheraPutty, which is totally fine, but TheraPutty is about as much fun as like this chair I'm sitting in. It is no fun. And it's graded, of course. I get all of that. I'm not making light of any of that stuff. With kids though, I mean, it's the functional outcome of what you're doing. So I don't know that the grading for the certain TheraPutty as is important is just getting the child to functionally manipulate and move their hands and work on hand strength. So I wanted to find some little figures that we can put in this putty so that it would make it more fun. So the Safari Company has all types of little tiny creatures, things, objects that have got little like tools, like a saw and like a screwdriver and a drill so that you can take all those like little tiny pieces and you can put them in some of this thinking Aaron's putty, like the gold, or you can put them in like the oil slick because that's fun for like a little boy right or a little Mm -hmm. girl if you're into like tools and stuff but you can also take like the fairy and unicorn and like princess stuff and you can put those like in pink stuff so basically at PET what we've done is taken all these little safari different types of little critters and combine them with this thinking errands putty to make it so that when they're searching this putty and pulling this out and using their hands to do all that they're getting like really cool stuff it's fun how technical is that really cool stuff from the putty (laughs) and then they do have one too that it's not translucent. It's kind of like creamy yes, white color. Glass. Um, that's what it's called. That's what it's glass. called. Glass. glass. Liquid glass, mm-hmm. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And it has an, a black light that comes with it in the kit. And so you can actually work on letter formation or writing. Or if you have a pre-writing, a child that's working on pre-writing, you have to pinch that little light. So pinch or grasp and create a letter stroke or a line or a circle. So again, just more fun and creative ways to work on these things because paper and pen gets old session after session. Yep. And they do have it, the Aaron's Thinking Putty for the OT people out there who are, you know, with like a firmer putty or a softer putty, they do have it rated into firm and soft. So, for example, the glass, the liquid glass that Kirstie was just talking about is softer than like the hypercolors. The hypercolors mm-hmm. are the stuff that changes like with body heat. It goes from like orange to yellow and like blue to green, I think, and pink and purple and stuff like that. But the hypercolors is a firmer putty and the metallics is a firmer putty. It's like the, and the glow in the dark is versus like the liquid glass or the holiday colors. They're a softer putty. Mm-hmm. There is a firm and a soft, but it's not graded therapeutically. But right. that was okay with us. We were sold and we loved the stuff. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and it's fun. So I want to introduce the next toy, which is Bubber. I love Bubber. Bubber is made by Relevant Play and I barely can get out of this booth because I like it so much. But I'm a huge fan of Bubber. I play with it all the time. So if you don't know what Bubber is, it is this compound that never dries out. If It's softer than Play-Doh, but it kind of works like Play-Doh. It's great with a cookie cutter. It's not great with a Play-Doh Fun Factory. Don't even go there with that. It's not going to work out for you. But a cookie cutter, a knife, play knife, anything where you can cut. 
this bubber stuff is awesome. So I love it to use it for kids who need a lot of like deep pressure or calming. Also using two hands together to manipulate this. It gives you just sort of a natural opportunity to push down on their hands, sort of a calming to get them there. At the same time I do that, I might just give like a little push through their legs or knees or whatever, just to sort of keep them calm, deep pressure, helps them stay focused on the activity at hand. After you've done some initial work to sort of get them regulated, it kind of can help with that. And like I said, the stuff never dries out. It's this lightweight compound. If you've never felt bubber, you need to feel it. It's pretty awesome. Okay, so what's our last thing, Kirsty? Number five. The last thing, it's called a create a maze. Mm-hmm. And this, this was by uh, Learning Resources. There was a couple of things that we had in mind of what we were looking for at the Toy Fair. A lot of OTs ask us for these marble runs. Every time we consider a toy or look for toys to bring into the clinic, we always have to consider the safety of everybody that comes into our clinics. So when we're talking about safety, it goes back to, okay, what well, might be safe for this group and this population working one-on-one with a therapist, but what if a marble goes rogue and can't be found, but two-year-old little brother finds it? Then we have a choking hazard. We take that stuff very seriously. And so when we were looking for a sort of marble toy, we found Create a Maze with Learning Resources. It does have a bigger size ball, but it actually has a surface. It comes with cards that you can actually design the maze based on the cards, so following directions. It has a like rocker ball under the bottom, the base of this board. You design the maze, and then you work the ball through the maze. So it becomes a game. It becomes following directions. It becomes a visual motor activity. So we have just brought that back, and we're trying that out in the clinic with some of the OTs because we want to hear from them their input because the original marble runs, the marbles are just going to be a, it's a, choking a hazard. hard sticking point. Yeah, it's a, it's a choking <laughs> yeah. hazard, and we can't have something that's unsafe in our clinics. But I think this Create a Maze is really awesome. It's also a great problem-solving activity in that you can rearrange it in different ways. You can follow the pattern. You can make your own pattern. You can give directions, follow directions. It's also a great teamwork activity. So if like for social groups or pragmatic you know, types of groups, you have to request from your partner or you have to work together. And so, so it creates natural good ways for social communication, good ways to communicate with your neighbor and just to naturally work on social activities and social situations. It's great for all that as well. And it's just more interactive. The marble run is there and you drop mm-hmm. the marble and you watch it go, but this you actually make it and follow directions to create it, Mm -hmm. and then there's a purpose at the end. And it does something different every time. And it's a magnet on the backside, so it just sticks to a magnet board up on the wall. It's great. I'm real excited about that. So that's all from, think, who is it? Learning Resources? That's Learning Resources. Learning yep. Resources. Yep. So that's great. And like all of our other uh, podcasts, when we have talk about toys and I say, they're just going to be five or they're just going to be 10. There's always a bonus. There's usually always a bonus because I just can't be locked into like five and 10. That's just crazy talk. So <laughs> Too limiting. Just, it just limits my <laughs> options. I need to have a variety. So the bonus toy with this one are basically all the art supplies from Uli. We probably really can't get out of the fine motor topic without mm-hmm. talking about arts and crafts supplies because a lot right. of our OTs are working with arts and crafts and writing and different utensils to write with and cut and all of that. So Uli just has some different stuff. They had some thick lead pencils and you can purchase the refills. They had the rainbow mechanical pencils and I've worked closely with enough OTs now that the purpose of those mechanical pencils pencils, you have a lot of kids that like push really hard on their paper. Well, 
you can't with a mechanical pencil because it's going to break. So it helps them to kind of grade that with their writing. Yeah, my two most favorite things about the Uli was the lead pencils with the thicker lead because that is a a real problem. And the mechanical pencils that are the colored pencils, those, both of those things were awesome. Especially kids for my daughter who's visually impaired, who writes really, really hard with her pencil. She's always breaking the pencil lead. And then for her to sharpen the pencil again is really, really tough. And the mechanical pencil, like a regular mechanical pencil, forget it. The girl use up some lead like there's no tomorrow. And so these extra <laughs> thick lead though, work great for her because she can't break them as easily. It has been teach her how to regulate how hard she's pushing. And so, so it's been great for her. So I think that's just kind of like a little, I don't know that they intended for that to be part of the use when they bought it, but I think for kids who are visually impaired, that's the second little bonus. So a lot of times we've had to buy the pencils that are like the number one pencils instead of the number two pencils to make it so that, because she writes so dark and so hard with her pencil, you mm-hmm. know? So anyway, mm-hmm. I think those are great. They also have paper and they have tons of sketchbooks, paper. They have that decorative tape, you know, that whiteout tape that we got with, with the little figures and stuff on it. This place had some great art supplies, different, fun, creative. A lot better than just a plain yellow pencil. How about that? They had left-handed crayons. They did. And they also have triangular colored pencils, too. Because they had a different shape to them. Like, Mm -hmm. they were a special shape for Mm -hmm. holding, and they made them for left-handed children Mm -hmm. also. Yeah, they're left-right crayons. So they come in a whole pack, left-right crayons. I just thought they had some great stuff. We were kind of walking past them, and because I hadn't heard of them before. And so when I glanced over, I was like, oh, yeah, art supplies. And then, wait, wait a minute, wait. So it's one of those booths that you plan on just sort of walking past and not stopping. But the more you looked, the more intrigued I became. And so then we end up, we're there for like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. They drew us in, and they had awesome (laughs) stuff. Because at first she's like, remember, she said, you can come behind the table. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just just looking. And before I knew it, I was like knee deep in pencils and crayons. <laughs> anyway. And, you know, yep. they did give us a sample of an eraser. Like it's a big Uli eraser, a giant eraser. Yes. And there are good erasers and bad erasers. Some of them don't erase. This yep. is a good eraser. You're right. I mean, it sounds silly, but. <laughs> no. I'm with you on that. There's nothing worse than a bad eraser. And this thing does work. A few things that we did get at the Toy Fair, the mechanical pencils, the mechanical color pencil, the eraser, those things have been working great. Because I've been using mm-hmm. them at home, and they're great. Yep. They're great. Um, so check those out. OT Speech PT art supplies or hey you just want some like fun art stuff in your office if you're an adult or whatever rock on with your bad self and there you go so anyway i think that wraps us up for the fine motor takeaways from the toy fair right it does it does okay so check out all of these products on our website theworkingtherapist.com check us out at pediatricdt.com you can find us at both places you can find our products at both places and you can find links for all of the things we talked about today at theworkingtherapist.com check it all out Thanks for spending some time with Kirsty and myself, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 